I'm Maya Chupkov, and I'm a woman who stutters. Welcome to Proud Stutter, a show about stuttering and embracing verbal diversity in an effort to change how we talk about it, one conversation at a time. Welcome to Proud Stutter. Today, I have a special bonus episode talking about the America's Got Talent audition where Amanda Mamana, woman who stutters, sang a song she wrote herself. The video has over 4 million views on YouTube. Here to join me in talking about the audition is Courtney Margulis, a person who stutters and a speech-language pathologist. She is starting a PhD program at NYU this fall, researching social cognitive influences on stuttering. Courtney recently wrote a blog post about the audition and the different ways it perpetuates stigma. We're going to dig into her letter and talk about action steps that we all can take as a stuttering community and that our allies can take as well. Also joining me is Mark Winsky, a professional actor, singer, stuttering coach, and social media creator with 400,000 followers. Be sure to follow him on TikTok. He is a superstar on there. His focus is around equity, stuttering, and disability representation. Welcome to the show, Mark and Courtney. So glad you are joining us for this timely convo. My experience watching that audition was so... I couldn't put into words what I was feeling because on one hand, I was like, wow, I'm so excited that stuttering is getting such a big platform but I also felt like a little uncomfortable watching it and I couldn't exactly figure out why like I couldn't put words to it so Courtney when you wrote your letter I was just like that that's what I was feeling like you put words to exactly what I was feeling watching that audition so it would be great if you can talk about your letter a little bit and what made you want to write it? I had similar thoughts in the sense of I was actually really happy to see a person who stutters on national TV and a person that is stuttering openly um and I would say also you know she was struggling openly and what I mean by that is that you know there were a fair amount of stuttering moments um and it was really cool to to watch that and see somebody who talks like me and sounds like me. And that was good. Um, and I just want to kind of preface this with my, my thoughts about this do not at all reflect Amanda's singing or songwriting or, you know, her as a person. I wrote this article because I felt that I, I too uh, felt this discomfort and I found myself kind of coming back to these four main problems that I, that I had 
with the video uh, that was being very widely shared and praised amongst this Southern community and the general public. Um, so in this article, I outlined four kind of things that made me uncomfortable. Uh, and the first one is uh, that the video is titled Singer with Speech Impediment Moves the Judges to Tears. I uh, did not like that uh, the term speech impediment was used. Uh, I didn't think that it was um, necessary. And the second point being that um, singing and speaking are two totally different tasks. And I felt like um, it really didn't make sense that they were so blown away by the fact that she could sing fluently when she couldn't speak fluently. The third being the plethora of microaggressions that I both heard in the video and I read in the comment section on YouTube. And then uh, the fourth being just my concern about how stuttering is portrayed in the media, which Mark can speak to. I, 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 I felt like um, it was very much consistent with, uh, with a term called in inspiration porn. So my, my whole theme and the reason that I wrote this was that I wanted to help stuttering become normalized, something that people just have, like having brown hair or, or being tall, right? Um, and something that Mark said to me, which is reflected in the title, is it felt like you were praising the stigma. Thank you. Yeah. What you had said about the inspiration of porn, like, I think that's what made me the most uncomfortable is that they were like, it's that harmful narrative around just because someone with a disability does a task, like it's such a big deal. And it's like, that just makes me, it just, it did not make me feel good as, especially as so someone who, who stutters. And so you ended the article so beautifully by saying it's time to normalize stuttering instead of praising the stigma and and mark i know you have been responding to pop culture moments and bringing up stuttering um as it relates to media and so i kind of just wanted to get your perspective here too yeah i think what's so so neat that Courtney brought up is the first first initial feeling that a lot of people who stutter had. These reality shows, <laughs> they don't get me started. These reality shows just thrive off of this. Like that's what they do to gain an audience 
I know when this first clip came out, I got so many messages saying, well, here we go again. Another stigma of, of how the, the quote overcome narrative about stuttering is, is being shown through media and, and it wasn't about her singing. She, she's got a beautiful voice and she, her song was beautifully written, but what was being praised was how fluent she was when, when she sang. The, the producers kind of created this, this tale about that. Yeah, that's a really good point. It's like, and I, I honestly didn't even think of, of that until you just said it. It's almost like when she sings, it's beautiful. And then when she doesn't sing, it's like, ooh. And and so I think that's why it's just like, even as I'm talking to, to both of you right now, I feel like I'm still processing like this moment because it's so public. And so I think that the more we can really peel apart the, the layers of, of this moment, because if we don't, it's just gonna keep happening and it's gonna keep spreading harmful narratives around stuttering. Exactly. I, 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 I had a friend of mine talk with me about this and also with Courtney's blog post letter he was saying that, oh, well, that's just what reality TV does. You can't take down this conglomerate that is that is thriving off of these narratives unless you go and become a producer on the inside and take down this stereotype from the inside because, quote, that's, that's, that's just the way it is. And I got so angry. I just like, I understand that's the way it is right now. But like, can't someone stop, stop, stop being a dick and do something? Like say that this isn't right? People don't know how hurtful it is because they're overshadowed by the, the, the praise and the inspiration and, and not the deep seated microaggression that's involved. Yes. Yes. I completely agree with that. And I'm, I'm uh, sitting here nodding my head like, yes, yes. Um, Maya, something that you said earlier really stuck with me. You said, I didn't feel good when I watched that. We as people who stutter don't feel good, but yet the whole purpose of that clip was to help people who don't stutter feel good to me that makes no sense right um if the population that they're trying to portray doesn't feel good about this I think that people just don't know people don't understand the harmful undertones in it and I mean I've had conversations with friends and and family as well like Mark was talking about and they just don't 
really get it or they're just like well yeah that's just how it is you know that's what sells or well you know this really made me feel in inspired but we are not inspired there's a way to inspire without putting down I mean that's the most challenging part right like yeah it 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 could be inspiring that 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 she went on this reality show where a lot of people don't go and spoke her truth but that wasn't what was being told right like that wasn't the inspiration the inspiration was wow she 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 stutters so much and then she doesn't stutter when she sings and that was the, the narrative being told. And then people in comments were saying, well, well, she never said stutter. Uh, so she, she said speech impediment. I'm like, no, she also said that she, she stutters. And then th- there was this like debate. I, I spend too much time looking at comments sometimes and it's <laughs> such a rabbit hole, right? But also it's important as a community and as an ally of people who stutter too is to talk about it and and post maybe maybe educate some people along along the way because we've all got a computer and we all um I'm going to say it. We all go to the bathroom and have our phones. So um, <laughs> don't, don't, don't say that you don't because we all do. <laughs> I don't, Mark. Oh, right. Of course not. Um, yeah. And I, I just want to comment on the comments. There was, there, it, it, what, like the, the Pandora's box that opened up when this was posted is just, was just, it, it, it was a lot. And I found myself getting really sad with some of the comments, such as people saying, oh, just sing for the rest of your life. Don't, uh, don't talk. Oh, my God. Or, you know, wow, it is absolutely rem- remarkable how she is- escaped her Im- impediment when she sang, right? That per perpetuates the stigma that tells us as a people who stutter that it's not okay to stutter that we should avoid it and that that is that is then what leads to more stuttering because people tend to stutter more when they're trying not to stutter or and they think that it's not okay to stutter. And I think the average population doesn't know that. I think that's, I, I think th- throughout this whole thing, like, yeah, it is, it is a really cool thing. The, 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 the brain is incredible. There is so much to the brain that is absolutely extraordinary. And why people don't, don't stutter when they sing is a really cool thing i i i like calling it a really cool party trick right people say well maybe 
maybe maybe it's because they they know the song and have practiced the song a lot <laughs> and mm-hmm. i'm like nope it happens with karaoke as well when you don't know the song it's a cool thing but saying things like oh just sing it if you get in a block and and stutter just 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 sing it there are even some 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 speech therapists who teach their clients this to sing their words and it's it is so frustrating <laughs> so what can we do like what exactly that was my next what's good, question what's a good, yeah. yeah what's a good call to action here because it's it's so needed like we're all amped up about this and it, if it stays in our little pod then what's gonna change yep so true and Courtney started it Courtney, oh yeah thank you thank like, you I, I know seriously I I reached out to Courtney and said Courtney you, you need to do this and I'm so so glad that you did I mean the 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 um the 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 the, the thing that really got me um frustrated and kind of ramped up about this was you know just how um how much praise and how much uh positivity and shares and likes that uh that this video was receiving and every share and like to me felt like we were just perpetuating the stigma and so I felt that there was a need to point this out. And what was really interesting was the the amount of people that said, wow, yeah, you know, this really didn't sit right with me, but I but I didn't know why. Or yeah, you know, I, I just, I didn't, I, I just kind of felt uncomfortable when I watched it. And, uh, some of these people uh, were my uh, were my coworkers who are SLPs uh, but don't stutter themselves, and I thought that was interesting. But what I will say, and I think I think it's really important that we talk about this because I do regret not mentioning this in my post. Um, the differences in feedback and comments that I got on this post of people who are sort of involved in this stuttering community. So people who are, you know, probably at a good place are, you know, accepting, have met other people who stutter, have attended support groups those people had a very different reaction than people on other social media sites like Reddit, who almost almost sort of laughed at me um, for calling stuttering beautiful. They felt like how 
can it be beautiful when I am stuck on every word, when I am struggling so much? And what I say to that is stuttering is a very individual experience in that, you know, how one person who stutters feels is not always how another person who's who stutters feels for some people it is this beast it's this monster it 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 is this something that is really bad that they want to get rid of but my response to that is so much of that so much of how people who stutter think and feel and even behave is influenced by how society responds when they are stuttering how people talk about stuttering what language they use how people kind of respond verbally and non-verbally when they are in in a block what their parents tell them what their friends tell them how their peers in school react to them and and I'm not saying there's a one-to-one correlation that you know if we change society then you know all of a sudden everybody will be accepting and okay with with uh, stuttering openly but I think it's a significant part that is so important like what Mark said I don't think people really understand this because I think that stuttering is so complex it does not make any sense it is not something that happens all the time it is something that is heavily influenced by 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 psychological factors so I, I, I think it's so important to understand that everybody has a different experience in response to this. And it, it, was, it, it was not all good um, in terms of how people responded to my post. I think at this point, people are seeing any sort of stuttering in the media as positive. Like, oh, wow, stuttering. You know? Yeah. And I'm sure we're not the only ones. Like you guys have said, you've had other conversations with people who stutter. But for those that aren't as, you know, far along in their stuttering journey with coming to terms with it, I'm sure watching that, like there's some psychological things that are happening that they can't really put language to that we're kind of discussing here. So I think the more of putting language and just talking openly about our feelings and how how these things impact us is just going to help more people as well because it's just hitting such a strong chord in me. It seems like stuttering is one of the few disabilities or differences, however you want to refer to it that we're so comfortable doing this with. I just feel like if it was anything else, people would be like, oh, that's not right. Like, you know, like I mentioned in my post, you know, if if they titled the video, you know, short, uh, short singer 
moves the judges to tears or um, singer in a wheelchair moves the judges to tears. Um, it's, it's, it's not right to call out this part of the person that is, yes, it is a very obvious part of us. But I can think of a lot of other things that are quite obvious that are not culturally appropriate to call out, to put in a title of a YouTube video. Yeah, well, that's that's what clickbait kind of is, huh? And it and in this case, it worked. Um, but to what extent? Like they knew what they were doing when they titled it. You know, they knew what they were doing with with person with speech impediment brings the judges to tears. Yeah, they totally knew what they were doing when they titled that. And just going back to like the 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 feelings around my stutter, it's really like, I know this is kind of a cliche. It really is like peeling back the layers of an onion. Um, I've like hidden my stutter for so long that there's still so much I'm exploring that is still in me, like feelings wise. And so I feel like every conversation I have I, I kind of peel back another layer. Amazing. Um, yeah. So it's almost therapeutic <laughs> to almost. To like wait, sorry, in... sorry. Almost, almost therapeutic. <laughs> it, or, it is. Or therapeutic. It, yeah. It's definitely. It is. is yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. When we say, yeah, everyone has a d- different experience, and everyone has a different life journey through stuttering that may be true absolutely but also so many of our experiences are the same we we have oh i got chills because we are all connected through this this stigma of shame and guilt and having people fill in our words for us and and being being fearful to go up and talk to a Starbucks employee about ordering the double cream frappuccino caramel extra extra whipped cream quadruple shot whatever it is and then just saying coffee right so as much as it is a different lived experience it's so similar to where we all have the same sort of of lived experience, which then makes me think, oh, maybe there's a way to change that damn stigma about how people are talking about it and re- re- relating to it. Yeah. So let's let's go there. Let's let's tell. Let's go to action. So. So I'll I'll start because I I had an experience last night where I was in a sea of strangers. It was like this networking event and I I, I was like, "Okay, I'm going to tell as many people as I can about stuttering." <laughs> that was like my mission. I like told two people about stuttering and how I have a stutter and they literally just had no idea what stuttering actually was. <laughs> like they 
they thought it only happened when you were nervous. And so I gave them the whole spiel and it felt really good. And so I, I'm, so that's kind of my call to action for me is just to like, and I, I know not everyone is comfortable with doing that, but I feel like I've reached the point in my journey where that's just what I do now. And so I'm wondering, Mark and Courtney, if you can talk about like what others can do to, to help reduce the, the stigma. Do that. Talk. Talk, really, because every, every time someone openly stutters when they might not want to because of the stigma, that's another opportunity to get stuttering into the world. When you have the time to, to simply educate or teach somebody else, whether it's 10 seconds saying, hey, I... I stutter sometimes, thanks for being patient. You're not only helping yourself, but also millions of other people who experience stuttering because I guarantee, I guarantee that the next time someone who stutters comes in contact with that person that you educated, you better be damn sure that they're going to remember it. Like they're going to remember that conversation because it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. I've had um, so many just experiences of people being confused or not knowing what's going on or just like laughing. And when I tell people, it's like, Oh wow. Like I had no idea. Um, and you know, people often feel bad and that, that, that's not my intention, but I think like Mark said, it is so important to keep that conversation open. Um, because truly people just don't know. Um, and I think my, my experience has kind of been unique in a sense where, um, I was very covert up until 21. Um, I hit it. Um, and I, I was about, I had about an 80% success rate in the sense of most people didn't know. There were people who were like, Hmm, why does she always pause when she talks? But most people just had no idea because I just didn't talk or I just passed as shy or, you know, in high school, I was the kid who was just stuck up and like I totally preferred that label as opposed to stuttering um so I, I and 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 when I did stutter I have always ever since I was two I I I have always had silent blocks um and and so I I think for a long time people just didn't know what that was and it was easily interpreted as, oh, she, um, she doesn't know what she's saying, or she forgot. I will also add that, and this is sort of my personal mission as of recently, um, I think a lot of the burden actually falls on 
language pathologist. Um, the way that we talk about stuttering is not ideal. And the way that we track stuttering, the way that we phrase our goals, the way that we give home workout, home practice, practicing what, right? Um, until we change that, it's going to be really hard because that that's what is getting put out to the clients, to the kids, to the families, to the schools, to the university programs. That's a lot of people. So we have to figure out some way. And I am, I am just so like passionate about this. And, and I, and I don't, I don't have an answer, but I hope that we can take small steps to help people understand, to, 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 to help professionals understand and know and feel comfortable talking about stuttering in a way that makes people who stutter feel good. That's a great idea. Help people who stutter feel good. That feels like the optimum goal if I'm speaking correctly. <laughs> like, is that is 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 that not the whole point of 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 therapy is to bring uh, patches of joy throughout your life? What's happening is that clients who stutter are feeling ashamed for not practicing enough, for not reaching their goals, or even, even if we are, you know, setting the right goals, are we setting them too high, right? Like we're, you know, we're telling clients to go, you know, do a presentation at their school, you know, or like, you know, choose to um, raise their hand in class as opposed to uh, not participating and the client comes back and says I did not do that right because it's hard it's hard and it takes time and sometimes SLPs who don't stutter don't understand how hard it is it's not just a simple goal you know go do this it's really hard yeah and and I am just every time I meet a new SLP speech language pathologist that stutters I'm just like oh my god yay there's more there's more of us <laughs> like out there um but yeah I think we've covered a lot of ground I think um as you kind as you all can hear we could probably go on and on about this topic um but yeah I th think ending it there is a great place to to stop and I just want to thank you and um, Courtney and Mark so much for being here and I think this is gonna really help the conversation around st stuttering and hopefully make a d difference in how pop culture portrays stuttering because we need to have more conversations like this yeah I completely uh of agree can we can we title it something like uh, three people with speech impediment bring the world to tears? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! With their, with their with their with their with their with their super inspiring podcast. 
that's it for this episode of Proud Stutter. This episode of Proud Stutter was produced and edited by me, Maya Chupkov. Our music was composed by Augusto Denise and our artwork by Mara Ezekiel and Noah Chupkov. If you have an idea or want to be part of a future episode, visit us at www.proudstutter.com. And if you like the show, you can leave us a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. Want to leave us a voicemail? Check out our show notes for the, the number to call in. More importantly, tell your friends to listen too. Until we meet again, thanks for listening. Be proud and be you.